0: Time It's time so get your popcorn ready. It will be political political it will be biblical. biblical We must stay vigilant. We must remain watchful, so sit back and put your feet up because you're about to learn to discern the truth. Welcome to the watchman what's up everybody and welcome back to the Watchman podcast. My name is Casey, so good to be back with you guys tonight. It's actually pretty late. I just had something on my heart I wanted to get out there to everybody. So um, uh, it's Sunday, March 12th, 2023. I think this is going to be a big week coming up. Seems like a lot of things are snowballing with the banking system going down and all that's gone on with the video, the release of the videos of the January 6th stuff. Uh, they're going to pull out all the stops, it seems. So uh, buckle up for this week. It seems like it's going to be a big one. But uh, the title of this episode is actually going to be called The Truth Will Prevail. The truth will prevail and uh, where you can find me, you can find me on Spotify Uh, used to be anchor. Now they added, it's called Spotify for podcasters. So it's on Spotify and Spotify for podcasters, which is kind of crazy. But anyway, uh, also you can find me on iTunes uh, at the watchman podcast, my rumble channel, which is where this will also be posted at, uh, which is also the watchman podcast. I'm on Instagram at the underscore watchman underscore podcast. And I'm on Twitter, and I've been pretty active lately on Twitter. Uh, it's Casey underscore Cusick. Uh, so go there and check check all that out. Uh, just a couple of things uh, to mention here before we get started. Um, I was on last week with um, AllCast podcast with Andy Powell. Really good interview. I highly recommend you uh, listen to it. It's out um, on his uh, AllCast podcast, which is on Spotify. But it's also I, I posted the link to it on my Twitter page. I'm actually going to be going on tomorrow night, um, on the awake, awake podcast. So that'll be something that I will post to my, um, Twitter page once I did, once that happens, excuse me. And then I also have Jesse coming on, on, on Tuesday for a Q and a, and, uh, at first I ask on Twitter, if everybody, anybody that, you know, if I got enough questions that I would do a Q and I know there's a lot of people that comment on a lot of the the videos that I've done with her with questions. And, um, anyways, so, uh, I got bombarded with questions, so we're definitely going to be doing a Q and a, in fact, uh, if if it goes well, maybe I'll do one every third or fourth time that she comes back. Um, because I like to hear everybody's questions and I like, I know everybody wishes, Oh, what I wish I could ask this? And I wish I could ask that. And so that's why I kind of went that route. Um, but A lot of, a lot of very similar questions, to be honest, people are really asking the question about, about the flat earth or, you know, that was one of the big ones. Another one was about Antarctica. Um, So we'll see. Uh, We'll see how that goes, but uh, keep, keep, keep watching. That'll be out on Tuesday. Hopefully by the mid afternoon or that evening, I uh, will have that posted to there. You know, I haven't started doing live um, recordings yet. And I really honestly, I guess I could do it because I never, ever edit anything. It's just a raw podcast whenever I do uh, video podcasts. So I rarely have to. I did have to with a friend of mine, Marnie, when she came on because we shared screen. And that was something very new to me to figure out how how all that was going to work because one of the files got corrupted, the one that I normally use. So I had to do some editing on that one, but it all worked out. So just stay tuned for all those things. Uh, and going further, I was just going to talk a little bit about um, what happened on Twitter today, man. I triggered some people, you know, it's like I said, man, in this, this battle that we're going through, it's a spiritual battle and we all know the truth is going to prevail. It is going to happen. And, uh, but I'm just going to read a couple. I just po- uh, All I did was I, I seen a post by El Donato Trumpo and it said, that he was the real commander-in-chief and uh, anyways man <laughs> I triggered the witches and everybody else coming at me in regards to that uh, I even had a because all I said was I retweeted it and said he's a man of God meaning Trump boy they came out of the woodwork on me about that and uh, even had a Satanist come at, out at me and say <laughs> It's so crazy. It's pretty really funny, actually, and said that uh, that Satan actually hates liars and hates um, tax evaders and all these things. <laughs> it did at least make me laugh because even the Bible said, calls him the father of lies. <laughs> so that was something that was pretty interesting. But uh, I was on this past week and I, I recommend everybody does subscribe to the uh, reveal report. It's a great show. George and Jesse do a great job. George really researches that stuff. He's got a background in the occult. And there's some eye-opening things you could learn there. So I highly recommend it. Please go like, subscribe his page, and also but become a member of the Patreon channel that he has because he does an after show. And man, that's the best, that's the best thing because you get all the, you know, uncensored stuff they can't say and talk about on YouTube. But I got to speak. He, uh, I had a question for him. I really didn't have a question. I just wanted to encourage him because now that I've <clears throat> started having Jesse on my podcast, uh, you know, regularly, you cannot imagine the attacks. And I'm sure he's probably dealt with much more than I have and probably everybody else that has her on too. But the level of the attacks that people, I mean, I have people messaging me sending me background information. It just, it goes on and on and on. And it's like, how do these people, they're obviously paid operatives because if you go and click on some of their stuff, you know, they have one follower or excuse me, they usually have no followers and they're following one person. And a lot of times they'll comment like this one guy, he commented on there and told me Trump's a Freemason, high level Freemason and he worships Lucifer. And, uh, but then you go, I go on there to click on it and you you, they, you can't even comment back to them. And then they delete the comment because when they start this threatening stuff, you know, then you can have them reported and then they'll get suspended or taken off. And so it's just like the devil, honestly, it's just like the devil. And this is what he wants to do is to get us in this level of deception. And I want to start with that. I want to start in Mark 14 or excuse me, Mark four fourteen, where, um, this is Jesus talking. He says, do you not understand this parable? How you will understand if you do not understand this parable, how will you understand all the parables? And then he goes on to say the sower sows the word, the ones who are beside the road where the word is sown. And when they hear immediately, Satan comes to take away the word, which has been sown in them. So remember that. And I could go on and read that because it's so rich in scripture. But remember that Satan's going to come immediately to try to tell, to lie to you and to deceive you and to take away and give you every reason why what you just heard is not true. And so this is what these people do. This is what, this is their goal is to get us all to not have a clue what's going on. And that's why I encourage everybody all the time to study the word, study the word, study the word, study the word, because then you can get, that's how you gain discernment and and it grows your, it grows your faith. And so, you know, don't be afraid. Also, please don't be afraid to take sides. You know, people that are against child sex trafficking, why would you not be for them? I don't even, that doesn't even make any sense to me in any way. And when people start slandering other people, you know, right away, that's, that's, that is not God. That's the devil. So it's just that simple because the Bible simply says it's the goodness of God that brings man to repentance. It is the goodness of God, not the wrath of God. It's the goodness of God that brings man to repentance. So all the rest is on them. And, uh, With that, too, I want to go over here and uh, read Luke 21. And it's, you know, it parallels with Matthew 24. But Luke 21, because this is where we're at right now. I believe this is where we're at anyways. Um, Luke 21, verse 8 says, See that you are not misled, for many will come in my name, saying that I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and disturbances, do not be terrified. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. For these things must take place first, but the end does not follow immediately. Do you hear that? The end does not follow immediately. That's where I believe we are. He goes on to say, nation will rise. So what are these things that you're going to hear? Well, nation's going to rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places and plagues and famine. And there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and will persecute you, delivering you to the synagogues and prisons, bringing you before kings and governors for my name's sake. It will lead to an opportunity for your testimony. So make up your minds not to prepare beforehand to defend yourselves. Remember this. Don't worry about what you're going to have to say, because why? Jesus says, I will give you utterance and wisdom, which none of of your opponents will be able to resist or refute. Remember when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, every time the devil gave him a temptation, what did he do? He, He didn't punch him. He didn't beat him. He didn't throw him down. He didn't do anything. He threw scripture right back at him, and every single time it pierced him. So it says, but you will be betrayed even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all because of my name. Yet not a hair on your head will perish, but your endurance will gain your lives. And when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then recognize that her desolation is near. And those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains, and those who are in the midst of the city must leave, and then those who are in the country must not enter the city, and and on and on. But what I really wanted you to get out of that is, verse nine, where he says, when you hear of wars and disturbances, do not be terrified for these things must take place first, but the end does not follow immediately. And this is out of the new American standard. I know a lot of you maybe read on the new King James or other, um, Bibles, but, uh, going from there, I want to go over to, um, I want to go to second Kings and I want you to realize this because this is what you got to realize when I say, don't be afraid. This is what this is what the Bible says. So here's an, here's an instance. And remember, this is the old Testament and the old, what's the old Testament full of types and shadows of what it's all about Jesus. It all points to Jesus. Every single book of the Bible points to him being the Messiah, but everything also is, is a type and shadow. So starting out in second King six and in verse eight, it says, now the King of Aram was warring against Israel and he counseled with his servants saying in such and such a place, be it, be my camp shall be my camp. And the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the the Arameans are coming down there. The king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God had told him. thus he warned him so that he guarded himself there more than once or twice. Now the heart of the king of Aram was enraged over this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you tell me which of us is for the king of Israel? One of his servants says, "No, my lord, O king. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of it. Tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom." So he said, "Go there and see where he is, that I may send and take him down." And he, excuse me, and take him, uh, and it was told him saying, "Behold, he is in Dothan," or Dothan in Hebrew. And uh, he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night just like the devil always does. The thief comes in the night to kill, steal, and destroy. So he says, now he sent horses and chariots and, and great army there, and they came by night, and they were surrounded the city. And now when they attend, the attendant of the man of God had risen early and gone out, behold, an army of, with horses and chariots was encircling the city. This is what they're trying to do to us right now. They're trying to circle us. And make us all look like the liars, make us all look like the the fools. And so, um, now when he had read, so, and then his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? He panicked. And Elisha prayed, excuse me, so he answered, Do not fear, and remember this verse, it's in verse 16. Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, I pray, open the eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike the people with blindness, I pray. So he did. But remember that scripture. There's more of us. There's more angels on our side than there are on theirs. And God's throne will not be usurped ever. So he struck him with blindness. And this is the part that I really want you to understand, because this is so good, in my opinion. Then Elisha said to them, this is not the way, nor is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. And he brought them to, them to Samaria. And when they had come into Samaria, Elisha said, oh, Lord, open their eyes so that they can see. So the Lord opened their eyes that they saw. And they saw, and behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. And the king of Israel, when he saw them, said to Elisha, My father, shall I kill them? Shall I kill them? And he answered, You shall not kill them. Would you kill those who you have taken captive with your, with your sword and with your bow? Set bread and water before them, that they may eat and drink, and go to their master. So he prepared a great feast for them. And when they had, when they had eaten and drunk, he set them away. He sent them away and they went to their master and the marauding bands of Arameans did not come into the land of Israel. Remember what I told you at the beginning, it is the goodness of God that brings man to repentance. And then with that, I also want to go over to Second Chronicles. And this is in chapter 20 in verse 14, starting. It says, In the Lord in the midst of the assembly, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, and so on and so forth. And he said to them, Listen, all Judah and inhabitants of uh, Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God's. Remember that every single day that you feel bogged down or that you feel tired and that you feel, you know, that you, that this, this, this battle that we're going through, it's what, how come it's taken so long? Why is it taking so long for the truth to be revealed? Listen, I'm two years right now and almost two full years actually from um, being arrested for January 6th stuff with the FBI pointing AR 15s on my little kids in me. And I'm telling you, and I told you this all the time and I never really opened up about this till lately, but I mean, I just want people to understand what this, what what they try to do with this. Every time I hear someone banging at the door or something, it, I mean, it gets me angry instantly because it, it, it brings that memory instantly back. And it was a very traumatic thing. And so I'm just telling you, when you feel bogged down, remember, there's more with us than there are with him. And also remember, do not fear nor be dismayed, for this, the battle is not yours, but God's. I mean, that just gets me excited. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the, by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness of Jeruel. Yaruel you need not fight in this battle station yourselves stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf O Judah and Jerusalem do not fear or be dismayed tomorrow go out to face them for the Lord is with you so what did Jehoshaphat do he bowed his head and with his face to the ground and I encourage everybody to do this when you feel down and you feel out bow your face to the ground and they fell down before the Lord worshiping the Lord the Levites from the sons of the Koh- Kohanites and the sons of the Korites, Korites stood up and praised and said, Praise the Lord, God of Israel, with a very loud voice. So they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, O Judah inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord, your God, and you will be established. That's a good word right there. Put your trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Put your trust in the Lord, he says, and you will be established. Put trust in his prophets and succeed. When he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised praised him in holy attire. And as they went out before the army and said, Give thanks unto the Lord for his loving kindness is everlasting. But I like it better in the King James Version where it says, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And so then when they began singing and praising, when they began singing and praising, listen to this, when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir. Who had come up against Judea, or judah so they were routed for the sons of ammon and moab rose up against the inhabitants of mount seir destroying them completely when they had finished in the inhabitants of seir with help they helped to destroy one another when judah came in to look out in the wilderness they looked toward the multitude and behold there were corpses lying on the ground and no one had escaped And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to the spoil, they found much among them, including goods, garments, and valuables, and valuable things which they took for themselves, more than they could carry. And they were three days taking the spoil because there was so much. I just encourage everybody out there, go read these stories in the Bible. Where the, where, when, when you, when people got upset or something happened in this instance and they, what'd they do? They didn't go fight. They didn't run out against them and want to violently attack them. All they did was they turned to God and they did what? Praise. There's something about praise. There's something about praising God. Whenever you're, whenever you're in trouble, God listens to praise. There's angels in heaven that are praising him constantly going around the throne of God saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. Oh, man. So remember, as it was in the days of Noah, and it, as it was in the days of Lot, Jesus said in Matthew 24, so shall it be when the, coming, the second coming of the Son of Man. And so if you really think about that, think about, think about what they were, you know, in the, and as it was in the days of um, Noah and Lot, and the Bible does say that there was nothing that man could not do. Folks, there's so much technology out there that we don't even know about at this point. That's going to shock a lot of us. And they're able to do things with this technology, and they've been doing it for a long time. But I just pray and thank God for the truth to be revealed, because I want to, I want to close with this. In Luke eight, and uh, verse seventeen here. it simply says for nothing is secret that shall not be be made manifest. Neither anything hid that shall not be made known and come abroad. The truth will prevail. These truths are starting to come out every single day. Every single day we're seeing more and more footage from January 6th, even though most of us knew it was a hoax all along. In fact, it wasn't only a hoax, it was a setup. Now we're seeing COVID, now they're, they're getting ready to release the origins of COVID, which we those of you that followed and paid attention knew what was going on there. The truth's just going to keep snowballing and snowballing and snowballing. And just like Haman, when he set the gallows up for to take out Mordecai, and who ended up being in those gallows? It was him, Haman himself. Folks, God will not leave us hanging. He's here. He's with us. I just encourage you today to get on your face and praise him for his mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And I'm going to close with this Mark 4:22, for nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor has anything been secret, but that it would come to light. Remember folks, don't be afraid, be positive. The battle is not ours. It's God's. The best is yet to come. God bless you guys. Have a great day.